Wheat checks, rice checks, and good hot Wilson present Space Patrol. High adventure in the wild, vast reaches of space. Missions of daring in the name of interplanetary justice. Travel into the future with Buzz Corey, Commander-in-Chief of the Space Patrol. And now, today's exciting Space Patrol adventure, Return to Planet X. A blasted heap of rubble. That's all that remains of the camouflage launching base on Jupiter Moon Number 4, aiming point from which Prince Baccarati had to hurl guided missiles across half a million miles of space to destroy two key cities on the planet Jupiter. Last week, we learned how Commander Corey and Cadet Happy arrived just in time to blast the missile chutes and control blockhouse to bits with a space torpedo from the Terra 5. It's now a few moments later. Buzz and Happy have landed on moon number four while the last grains of dust from the explosion are falling swiftly to the surface of the airless satellite. Wearing spacesuits and carrying portable disintegrators, they cautiously approach the shattered structure. Take it easy, Hap. Don't go charging into that mess. Okay, Commander. But you don't think anybody can still be alive in that wreckage? I think we've learned not to take anything for granted where Bach Cardi is concerned. Whoever was in that control station may have been wearing a spacesuit. You're right, sir. surface of the moon, right under where Buzz and Happy are searching for survivors, Prince Baccarati and Dr. Malengo huddle in the corner of an underground room. What was that? I don't know, Your Highness. Uh, perhaps they have found a passage leading down to this escape tunnel. Go to the connecting door and investigate. Very well, Your Highness. Well, can you see through the people? until we're sure there's no space patrol ship watching this part of the moon. However, we can work our way down to the center of the planet. Just one alternative. There must have been a trap door under the floor of the control box house. 
sort of double protection. A cellar. Probably more than that. Very likely there's an underground hangar that can be reached from this blockhouse through a tunnel. And he may already be ready to blast off the moon. Have you get back to work with the disintegrator and look for the entrance to the escape tunnel. I'll go back to the ship and call for a patrol squadron to watch the Close the door behind us, Hap. Wow, what a tunnel. I wonder how far it goes. Possibly a couple of miles. Perhaps more. Let's get going. We have quite a hike ahead of us. Marengo, what's the matter with you? Stop pacing back and forth. I'm sorry, Your Highness. I feel uneasy. What about? I don't know. I suppose it's being imprisoned at this time. What do you mean, imprisoned? In a few minutes, we'll be in a spaceship on our way back to Planet X. Of course, Your Highness, you're right. But suppose the space patrol does discover the hangar entrance to the tunnel. If they don't... Ah, stop, stop manufacturing trouble. The hangar entrance is our camouflage. The thing for us to do is plan what we're going to do when we get back to Planet X. Our number one project, of course, will be to get rid of Commander Corey. It shall receive my entire attention, Your Highness. Good. That will leave me free to solve our difficulties with our captive natives in the Arctic region of Canadax. That has been worrying me, too. When we last left Canadax, they were on the verge of revolting. Simply must keep those enduring minds in full production. Already I'm weeks behind in my timetable of conquest. There must be some way to clarify those natives into more effort. It is unfortunate, Your Highness, that some of your own men, your guards and supervisors, are not cooperating as they should. Listen! What's that? Someone's in the tunnel. They've discovered our spaceship. Wait. Wait, listen. Take a look through the door of this compartment toward the blockhouse in the tunnel. See anything? That's very dangerous, I said. I thought I saw some shadow. Get away from the people. There is somebody in the tunnel. They just come through the door from the other compartment. Space patrolmen, obviously. Who else could they be? For the rest of the ship. Oh, let's finish them off. Get me a glass gun from the one. Oh, it's kind of lying and twist so much. I've lost all sense of direction. Legend of the upper spoke of the fall and not far from the end of it. Hit the ground, Hap. That's a glass gun. Buckarati, see this. 
shotgun got over my head. I needed the disintegrator before he fires again. I dropped it when it hit the floor, sir. It's out of reach. I'll get it. Get down, Hap. I'm flashing now, Cody. All I got to do is keep blasting away till I hit you. We'll return to Space Patrol in just a moment. And now, gang, the most exciting news ever revealed on Space Patrol. News about a gigantic contest that's going to shake this planet like an earthquake. News about the biggest prize ever given away to any boy or girl. A prize that's going to rock you like a thundering explosion. And that prize is Commander Corey's own rocket ship. Yes, Space Patrollers. Commander Corey is actually giving away his great silver and scarlet spaceship, Terra 4, giving it away to some lucky boy or girl. Now, just imagine, a huge 10,000-pound all-metal spaceship, 35 feet long, almost as big as a house, and that's exactly what it is, a clubhouse on wheels. Now, just think, a rolling rocket clubhouse, especially equipped with lights, real sleeping bunks, space lockers, even a cooking stove, and a giant truck to pull it. Take you and your pals anywhere you want to go. Can't you just see yourself zooming down the road toward high adventure, headed out camping, hiking, on sightseeing trips aboard your rocket clubhouse on wheels? And here's something else you want to see. Dollar bills. $1,500 bills. $1,500 that comes as first prize along with a rocket clubhouse. That's right. The first prize in this terrific contest is a gigantic rocket clubhouse and a real truck and $1,500. Now, that's what one of you space patrollers will win. Say, here comes Carol with something that 750 of you are going to win. Second prize, 750 Schwinn Varsity Bicycles. Terrific fight, space patrollers. Schwinn, America's best. With three-speed gearship and two for your handbooks. And third prize, a thousand third prizes, a thousand pieces of regulation space patrol equipment. 250 autosonic rifles. 250 outer space helmets. 250 emergency kits. And 250 beautiful space patrol wristwatches. Now, space patrollers, it takes only one word to win Buzz Corey's rocket ship or a Schwinn bike or one of the thousand other swell prizes. Now, sit tight, because right after today's space patrol adventure, I'm going to tell you about the one word that can bring you the great rocket clubhouse rolling up to your home. And now, back to our Space Patrol adventure, Return to Planet X. Buzz and Happy are in a tunnel on the fourth moon of Jupiter, trying to overtake Prince Baccarati before he can escape from Planet X. Baccarati and Dr. Malengro have discovered the two Space Patrolmen. Through a compartment door in the tunnel, Baccarati is firing into a dim passageway with a blast gun. Lying flat on the floor near a stack of crates, Buzz and Happy so far have not been injured. Well... That was close, Commander. You get a show. That's right. Roll to the right behind those plates. Hurry. There. If I only hadn't dropped that disintegrator. Probably wouldn't hit Dr. Roddy from this distance anyway. Hurry! No, you! I can't see you now, so you're probably behind a stack of plates. But that's not going to protect you. What? 
Lucky I had this spacesuit helmet on, sir. That last shot clipped a chunk of crate right next to my head. Must be thinking something about the light and just take his time and blast these crates away to the Texas. If we were only a little closer to him, we could watch him. Hey, maybe we could goad him into coming toward us. Yeah, that's not right. It doesn't take unnecessary chances. Yes, I do it. This big metal gun. Rocket fuel will probably drag it out into the passage. But seriously, you can think the whole car will blow in the back of Remember now, a full container of fuel is very heavy. Give me a hand. Yes, sir. Hey, but sir, this, this is quiet. Uh, Better hold your fire, Baccarati. No, I'm just warning you. We're pushing a drum of rocket fuel out into the tunnel. Hit that with your blast gun and you'll be shot through this tunnel like a torpedo through a space cannon. Uh, you're bluffing. You'd be killed, too. You're determined to finish us off anyway. Come on, Happy, push it out. Roll it toward Baccarati. Yes. All right, Baccarati, go ahead and shoot. Uh, you can stay in the tunnel. He's given up, sir. He's locked the compartment. Stay behind the fuel gun, Hank. Go to the door. Yes, sir. I can keep moving now. Get to the center. Here's the disintegrator, sir. Get the door blast. Yes, sir. Something's wrong. It won't work. Fall to the stone floor, probably broke the discharge mechanism. And now we'll have to go clear back to the other end of the tunnel for the other disintegrator. By that time, Baccarat will probably leave the spaceship. Let's get back to our ship, Happy. Hey, Commander, I'd like to ask you something. Sure, Happy. Well, don't you feel well? I mean, do you feel weak or something? No, why? Well, that fuel drum, I could have lifted it easily by myself. It was empty. Sure it was, huh? Come on, let's hurry back to the ship. Meanwhile, Baccarati and Malengro have reached the other end of the tunnel where a small spaceship sits poised, its shark nose almost touching the heavy metal gate that seals the entrance of the hangar. With the last glance down the tunnel, Baccarati climbs into the ship, followed by Malengro. Quickly, the prince presses a button that operates the remote control mechanism, and the huge gates slide back. Through the nose port, the two men look out into a black curtain of space dotted with bright, unwinking stars. Put on the viewscope, Lingo. We'll see if any spaceships are out there before we blast off. Yes, Your Highness. We can't cover a very wide angle while we're still in the tunnel. But if it looks clear, we'll have to risk a blast off. There are no patrol ships visible, Your Highness. All right. We're blasting off. And I hope Corey managed to break through that compartment door back there. In fact, I hope he's right behind our ship when I cut out our rockets. Their view scope. Uh, uh, to contact my castle, planet X, and report that I'm returning. Prince Baccarati calling back Falcon Castle on planet X. Prince Baccarati to number one tower. Report immediately. Black Falcon Castle to your highness, Prince Baccarati. Murdoch speaking and awaiting your orders, sire. I'm returning to planet X in a class B space cruiser. Alert the defense stations to expect my code signal at the outer perimeter. Yes, your highness. Uh, do you have anything to report? Well, 
Yes, Your Highness. It's in regard to the Adurium mine situation at the Polar Camp. Well, let's have it, Murdoch. Production in Mine Area 5 is at a complete standstill. Standstill? Why? There's been a large-scale revolt. Six labor battalions refused to work. That's against my law. Tell the supervisors to drive the ringleaders out into the ice gap without food or protective clothing. Your Excellency, the supervisors, I regret to report this, sire, but the supervisors have sided with the slaves. They refuse to enforce that order. That's unheard of. Refusing to obey the orders of Prince Bakarati. All right. If that's the way they're going to play, I'll wipe them all out. Turn on the atomic heat reflectors at mine area five. Have the glaciers. Do you understand? Turn them all like that. Turn on the heat reflector. <laughs> Surrender, or our next torpedo will blast your rocket assembly. Let's fuck around in the 
They won't hear you, Baccarati. This is a private conversation between you and me. Do you surrender, or do you want Cadet Happy to demonstrate his skill at space gunnery? All right, folks. You win. Now, listen, Baccarati. I'm going to join airlocks with your ship, and I'm coming aboard. Don't try anything. All right, Commander. Okay, Happy, you take the controls. I'll board Baccarati's ship. A few moments later, the Terra 5 joins airlocks to Baccarati's cruiser. While Happy remains at the controls, Buzz enters Baccarati's ship with his ray gun ready for action. All right, Baccarati. Just leave the controls as they are. Stand there beside Melangro with your hands up. Very well, Commander. I'll surrender gracefully. Take me to Terra. I've got news for you, Baccarati. We're going on to Planet X, your ship. I... I don't understand. I heard you order the glacier melted to flood the mine. To see that you stop that mass murder. And the only way I can be sure is to take you to Planet X. But if they see your ship, my men may destroy us all. I'm notifying Pluto's space patrol to pick up Terra 5 and take it to Pluto. Our interference is beamed only toward Planet X, so your cutthroat won't hear a word. Within a few moments, the Terra 5 is headed back toward Pluto on automatic pilot to be intercepted by space patrol ships. Meantime, Bakarati's cruiser, with Buzz and Happy aboard, proceeds toward Planet X. All right, Baccarati. I think it's time you reported the Murdoch at the castle. And get this straight. You'll regret it if you attempt to warn them, understand? Yes. Get a report on the heat reflectors near mine area five. Then tell Murdoch you're heading for the polar cap to watch the fun. You got that? I tell him I'm not landing at the castle first. But I'm going to the polar ice. That's right. Now I'll turn on your spacer phone and watch what you say. Prince Baccarati to Murdoch at Black Falcon's Castle Penetac. Prince Baccarati to Planet X. Murdoch to His Highness, Prince Baccarati. We tried to reach you before, but there was some interference. Uh, yes, I noticed it. Uh, did you follow my orders regarding mine area 5? The letter, Your Highness. The heat reflections were started by remote control. Of course, it would be several hours yet before the flood water reached the mine. I understand. Murdoch, when I enter the atmosphere of Planet X, I'll proceed at once to the ice cap. I, uh, I, I want to inspect the results. Uh, that's all, Murdoch. From a dozen control towers on the enormous Penelope, new scope beams probe out into space and feel with electronic fingers the contour of Baccarati's ship. The electronic ears listen critically to the identification frequency radiated from the small cruiser and then let the ship proceed unchallenged. The watchdogs have recognized their master's voice and having done their duty, watch and listen for remote ships and sounds that may approach over the infinite horizon of space. Then, within the atmosphere of Planet X, Buzz Corey heads Baccarati's ship for the northern polar regions. Visible in the dim light are the atomic heat reflectors and the surging, steaming waters that roar down from the glacier into the valley toward mine area 5. Smoke and rockets, Commander, is a regular flood. Yes, unless it stops, 10,000 people will meet a horrible death. Well, can't you order Baccarati to tell Murdoch to cut off the heat reflectors? I could, but it would be out of character for Baccarati to commit an act of mercy. See what you mean? Murdoch might get suspicious. Alert the whole planet that the big boss might be in trouble. You'll blast those towers out of operation, Hap. Stand by to fire the space cannon. Standing by, sir. Uh, Corey, listen. Those towers can't be replaced. I have millions of credits in that. Quiet, Baccarati. I'm thinking of 10,000 lives that can't be replaced. But they're subhuman natives of Planet X, most of them. Almost savages. Yeah, look who's talking about savages. The worst of them is worth a hundred of you, Baccarati. Fire!
That did it, Hap. We got all of them with one shot. Yeah, but, Commander, the water's still pouring down off the glacier. It will for a while, but in that intense cold down there, it'll freeze back into ice before it reaches the mine. Hey, quit looking so sour, Baccarat. You ought to be grateful. We just saved you from destroying 10,000 people. If they're men enough not to obey you, I'd say they're well worth saving. And that's just what you're going to do, Baccarat. You're going to free them and return them to their homes and families. Get on that space phone and order all your ships here at once. An action preview of next week's exciting Space Patrol adventure in just a moment. Now, here it is, Space Patrollers. The one word that can win you a giant rocket clubhouse and $1,500. And that word is... A name for Planet X, the terrifying new planet Commander Corey is investigating. A name for Planet X, home of the evil Prince Baccarati, arch enemy of the Space Patrol. Now, gang, here's how to enter the Name the Planet contest. And Space Patrollers in this contest, everyone can get a free prize right away. Just go to the nearest Weatherbird shoe dealer. Maybe Mom or Dad can go with you. The Weatherbird shoe man will give you your free prize. A handsome interplanetary coin album with three swell space coins inside. And along with the album, your Name the Planet contest entry blank. You can also find out how to enter by looking on the back of a package of Good Hot Ralston. That's the new package with a picture of Commander Corey or Cadet Happy on the front. So, blast off, Space Patrollers. Get your free coin album entry blank and enter the Space Patrol Name the Planet contest today at your Weatherbird Shoe Dealers. And now, a preview of next week's exciting Space Patrol adventure. Buzz and Happy are in the frozen polar region of Planet X. Pursuing Prince Baccarati into the shaft of an injuria mine, they're unaware of a huge figure lurking behind a shoulder of rock. Baccarati and the Langro are in here, all right? I hear them down the shaft. Shall I use my atomic light, sir? Not yet, Captain. You just quiet as you can. This shaft doesn't have any side passages. It's fine! Happy, what's the Something's happening. It's lifting me off the ground. The giant native! Crushing my chest! I'll give him the blast with my rake. Why, you big fuzzy gorilla! Finish them up, Ranu! Finish them! Be sure to join us again next week for the thrilling story on the ice cap of Planet X when Wheat Checks, Rice Checks, and Good Hot Ralston again present Space Patrol! Space Patrol, created by Mike Moser, starring Ed Cameron as Commander Corey, and Lynn Osborne as Cadet Happy, was written by Lou Houston. Produced and directed by Larry Robertson. Executive producer, Mike Devery. Other players were Bela Kovach, Norman Jolly, Ken Mayer, and Virginia Hewitt. Dick Tufel speaking. Now, don't forget to tune in next Saturday and every Saturday when Wheat Checks, Rice Checks, and Good Hot Wilson again present Space Patrol! Here's the story of the fastest plane of its kind in the world, with a word from the man who test flies it, Joe Lynch. It's the Air Force F-86D Sabre Jet Interceptor, designed by North American Aviation Los Angeles. The Sabre holds the world's speed record at 715.7 miles per hour. Wingspan is 37 feet, length 41, cruising range 500 miles, climbing speed 300 miles per hour. Now, by special tape recording, Native International Airport, a well-known test part of the Sabre, Joe Lynch. 
The D is a one-man interceptor, so when you fly it, you're really on your own. That's why I see to it that I'm in good condition all the time. And one way to stay in good condition is by eating a good breakfast cereal, like rice checks or wheat checks. They're just packed full of energy, and they taste swell. I think you'll like them, too. No other cereal, puff or flake, contains so much nourishment in such concentrated bite-sized form. Rice checks, wheat checks. Be sure to see another exciting Space Patrol program on your local ABC television station. Consult your local paper for time and channel. This program is broadcast to our armed forces overseas through the worldwide facilities of the Armed Forces Radio Service. Space Patrol came to you transcribed from Hollywood. This is ABC Radio Network.